Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks. That's betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener. Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in whole bean, ground, and even evil single serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to BonesCoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview. Hey everybody, welcome back to When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with your handicapped host, James Cox. And I have a very, very, very special um, interview today. Um, he found us on podcastguests.com. So if you ever want to um, get more podcast guests on your show, go to podcastguests.com. Uh, okay, so my uh, this interview is with James Caro. Did I say that right? Or Caro? It's perfectly right. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. It's nice to meet you, James. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All yes, sir. right. So uh, you do... Um, cover music you do your own music and you're you're a musical artist uh and and, yep. you, and you reached out to us on podcast guests uh, so what made you want to come on the show well um uh james will be honest with you man i've been through some uh uh some tough times the last few years uh, marriage is 23 years uh, destroyed by uh, uh i'm not to say mental health i'm not a psychologist so i don't know what happened but uh, uh she went a little crazy 
and uh, uh, just started believing in, in fake things. And, and I, 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 you know, if you're if you're drowning, and uh, I try to help you, and you try to pull me in the boat, I'm gonna let you go. Right. So uh, my life has been completely upheaved. And in that time period, it was right around COVID. And I'm a zipline guy, and believe it or not, uh, zipline is not essential to uh, the uh, society. So I was laid off. So I sat down at the piano and used the piano to uh, uh, get through this this time in my life. And I found that uh, as you work through songs, uh, the, the lyrics can touch your heart, touch your soul, and can touch part of something that's going on with you. And and you can really let your emotions go. As a man, you know, uh, um, my dad was a tough guy. His dad was tougher yet. You know, you don't cry. Men don't cry. So, uh, you know, you have a hard time exposing your, or, you know, expressing your feelings. And music really did that for me. And what I found, and the reason that I reached out for you, is uh, as the time progressed and uh, the, the destruction of my marriage and my family uh, continued on, and then when it got to the other side, because I started coming out of it, the, the meaning of the songs that I was saying that, originally would bring tears to my eyes when I was playing them. Now I found broad hope. And uh, I don't know if uh, when people write music, if they realize, uh, Jane, if you can listen to a song and and completely interpret it differently than I. Uh, a friend of mine uh, loves uh, Goo Goo Dolls' Iris. And when I play Iris, I play it poorly. <laughs> you know, but I do play it. And it doesn't matter where I'm playing it uh, and what venue or even if it's just at my house or it's in a piano church, it brings tears to her eyes. Yeah. And that song touches her in a special way. And uh, I, I believe that uh, uh, I found something where uh, music can can carry you through. I'm sure there's music psychologists and music people that, that use this for therapy. But for myself personally, I really, uh, I really, I poured myself into music and on the other side of this. And I'm not through it yet. Right. You know, I still get, I still get, I, I still have to see my daughter in two and a half years. And, you know, there's a lot to that. Uh, but I, I wrote a song for her, and I play that song for her all the time, and I post it on Facebook. I do everything on Facebook, and, and, and then I go out and play live. Um, so with your, the title of this podcast, When Words Fail, Music Speaks, touched my heart, because oh, that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. Uh, I can no longer say uh, I didn't do that. I can't prove I didn't do that, but what I can get is myself settled with the, the, the music and uh that's what that's why i reached out to you yeah. and uh, i'm glad that you, you came back because i'm looking forward to talking to you about it yeah i guess okay so i want to go back to what what you what you said about men don't cry you know um i find that very very um true to this day um because i've never seen my dad cry ever except for like like funerals you know and yeah, i think yeah. men are bred not to cry in front of anybody you know it's always it's yeah. always you know, keep your emotions intact and everything. But music, to me, I mean, there, I mean, there's like two or three songs that I just fall into tears because it moves me so much. And I and I think it does that to you also, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll uh, I'll find myself uh, playing, and even if it's a song that that doesn't relate to me, I try to put myself in the in the author's in the singer's point of view, and and submerge myself like an actor, right? And try to feel what they're feeling. Uh, really to offset my lack of ability <laughs> to get you playing, you know, uh, and, and feel what they're doing. And, and uh, it, it touches a part of you that you may not even know was there, you know, a, a high school girlfriend or something, you know, it's, it, it can settle you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, um, I, I don't know. Um, wait, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, you can go off on, go off on, ten, on a tangent if you want to. But um, so uh, so so 
So when did you do you know what age and and when did you discover music for the like the very first time? Was it like a like? Can you remember all the way back to yeah, oh yeah. two or three yeah, years? Yeah. Ago? I remember exactly. Yeah. I remember exactly. I live in, in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Do you know where that is? About Dollywood. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Smoking yeah. smoke mountains, all that. Yeah. And my mom and dad back in, in those times, they're, they're long since gone, but they had a wood shop and they made that tater onion boxes, this country crap that they sold in this area because it was, you know, it's just it's what it is, you know. Right. And uh, there was a guy that worked in a wood shop. His name was Rick Lane. And I don't know what happened to Rick. Uh, I've lost track of him. He's missing some fingers. And uh, we had a shop in Pigeon Ford and we sold this furniture. And at this shop, we had this old beat up upright piano. And one day I came through there after school. And, uh, you know, Rick was, uh, I don't know. Uh, and I thought, I got to do that. Right. I want to learn how to do that. I carried Rick's music equipment to bars in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. To, he played at Dollywood, everywhere, just to learn. Finally, he sold me an old Cold Poly 6. And from there, man, I just, uh, just went to work, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this area... A lot has to do with uh, not so good as you as well good of a player you are. You got to be able to play the parts, uh, right. but you don't have to be a, a great player. You got to have a personality. You got to be able to get along with the other guys in the band. You're going out on a bus for six weeks with strangers. You know you got to be able to get along with them. So uh, uh, you know I have the gift of gab, and I'm a you know pretty nice guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know I jumped into the music business. I was also a banker. <laughs> it always went like this. Right. Music, you know, it kept up and then banking, and, and I never really got a chance to, to take off until the bank failed. And then I went to Nashville for a while yeah. and uh, went out on tour and found out that that was uh, not as cool out there as it is up here. You right. think it's going to be cooler than it, than it really is. So I came back home and uh, I, I really haven't played in any bands or anything. I've just been working. I want to be, a, I'm trying to be a front man. Okay. Uh, Elton John has got an album, uh, 11 17 70. Uh, and it's a live album. I think it's at Madison Square Garden. No, it's in a studio. It's him and a bass player and a drummer. And uh, that's actually, by the way, the day, month, and year that I was born. Oh, <laughs> right. cool. Yeah. So I, I got a dream of maybe doing that one day. But right now what I'm doing is I'm just doing a single man piano thing. And I can go out and I can do, um, you know, I can do uh, ambiance. I can play all the hits like elevator music, you know, style, or, or I can, you know, do my, my weird style of singing. And, um, so that's, that's all I'm doing now. I really have nothing to promote. Uh, I wish I did. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, I'm trying to promote some knowledge and some, uh, uh, you know, insights as to what music can do for a person yeah. and then maybe, you know, help somebody somewhere. I, I like to think that what I've been through will help somebody down the road. Uh, yeah. you know, you know. Right. You don't. You don't want to think it was all for nothing. <laughs> now, uh, in 2006, I was run over by a car on my motorcycle, mm. and uh, I don't remember back in 2006. But when you got hurt in 2006, they gave you opioids. That's what they gave you. Yeah, uh, you, was, know, yeah. You, can have, you can have surgery, or we can treat you with this pain medicine. Well, the pain medicine, let me tell you, was lovely. It was good. It's kind of like morbid, right? Years, yeah. <laughs> I lost two years of my life doing it by prescription, and then they cut you off, and then you get sick. And during that time, my wife, uh, at that time, she was taking them. And uh, uh, so that began the whole, that was the beginning of the whole end of it. Uh, I got my pilot's license years ago. And my instructor told me one time, she said, a plane crash doesn't happen from one bad decision. It's a series of bad decisions. Like, uh, uh, we're going to go to Birmingham today, okay? Now, I'm still hungover from last night. We're a little low on fuel, but we got no money. The weather's a little bad, but we're going to go. That's three that's, bad decisions that we just made. That's a horrible decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a horrible. Yeah. Especially if you're hanging over, because if you're hanging over while flying the plane, that's not a good. That's not a good combination at all. You know. 
You just go around in a circle. You yeah, know? right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm in my plane crash right now, is what I like to think. I made some bad decisions, and uh, I'm willing to accept that. And uh, no, I'm, I'm through the addiction. I've got no more addiction problems. Uh, now, I might have a drink every now and again with my plane, but I never had a problem with alcohol. Yeah. But as far as the uh, uh, chemicals and stuff, um, uh, back in 2013, I got in some trouble, did some jail time, and uh, that, that has a way of straightening out as well. And uh, so uh, when I now I'm, I'm starting over. I, I don't know if you can see me behind me, but uh, this is an empty room. This is my new studio. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just building from ground up. When I got home from jail, it was just last April, and uh, my employer, there, he gave me a place to stay. So I stayed there for a year. But, you know, it came time to, to get my own place to get started. So so here we are. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That, okay, yeah, that's very interesting because when when you and I talked about on on Facebook, um, you said you were uh, addicted to opiates, and yes. right after that, it says you dropped music altogether. So was that listening and writing, or just writing? Because you listened to, I mean, like what what does dropped music altogether mean for you? I'll tell you a story. Uh, yeah. When the doctors cut me off, when the doctors cut me off, it was time to go to Florida. Okay, and I don't know if you remember the pill mills in Florida, but we went down there, and uh, you had a behind a strip club. There was an MRI in the back of a semi trailer. Okay, it was all shady as crap. And you went down there, you went through all the steps, and you got it. When I finally got to the doctor, okay, it was two days down uh, West Palm Beach and somewhere down in the around Miami area. <laughs> Trying to get him in trouble. Uh, the doctor jumped up on the table, barefooted, crossed his legs, and looked at me and said, "Whatever you're doing before you came down here, whatever you have been doing, you will quit." If you get this from me today. And of course, me being a smart guy that I am, I'm like, oh man, you're stupid. No, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And the man was right. Okay. Uh, except my family. I was always able to keep my family and my kids and my wife first. Okay. Right. But as far as playing music, as far as flying airplanes, as far as working, everything became just obsessed around dinner uh, the next day. Uh, and uh, people, I used to tell alcoholics or think when somebody say alcoholic, they say, I'm an alcoholic. I'm an James, I'm an alcoholic. Well, stop drinking. Don't go get that drink. Just don't. It's easy until that it's, thing got a hold. It's, it's, you know? uh, it's a it's a it's a real deal, man. It's a real deal, and I struggle with it every day. Uh, if I found out that you had some pain pills on you right now, I might try to climb through this screen to get them. <laughs> right. Now, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. but they're still part of my brain. That's that's strong. It's strong. It, it, yeah. it, 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 I got to fight it every day, and I stay away from them. If people are talking about it, we we don't count. I don't I don't smoke it, but I don't care if you do. As far as anybody else in any other kind of drug situation, I have to stay away from it. And as I stepped away from that, what I replaced it with was the piano. Because I get the same kind of, I don't know if it's endorphins or I don't know the chemistry to it. Yeah. I'm a simple guy. But I get the same kind of feeling after doing an hour on the on the piano and, and recording it or broadcasting. And somebody says, man, that was awesome. That's all I need right there. You know, one person tell me that it was good. Or I love the way you did that song or you, you put your heart into that. Uh, that that feels better than any drug I've ever found. Right. Uh, I gotta say, man, I may, I may, but just said, oh, wow, man, this thing is eating up my battery. So I'm at twenty percent. I'll let you know if I gotta switch it out. I can plug it in. So. Yeah, I, I got it. it. Yeah. I got it. Um, yeah, but good question. I don't think that uh, people understand how addiction works because it's not like a you can't turn it off, can't turn it on like a like a light switch, you know. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I, I had yeah, no idea. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't understand. Um, I, I think the um, being a musician, been around a lot of drugs. You know, uh, you know, the gamut. Yeah. Nothing ever got a hold of me like opiates. But I think it was a combination. I'm a man. It's my responsibility. I did this. But my wife, uh, of that, that worked on the, the girl. I'm going through this for 23 years. Mm. Uh, her, 
inability to function without it. I won't go to work. I can't do anything. That puts pressure on me. And also the sick, when you get sick of the opioids. And you know, for $30, I can be wet and I go to work. Right. And, and so, you know, when you're out of weed, you're out of weed. You know, if you can't drink, yeah, we can drink tomorrow night. But when you're when you're in the bathroom, throw it up, man, and you're sick. And it's it's tough, man. It's tough. And really honestly, uh, you know, people go to rehab and they go through detox and all this stuff. But jail, man, jail straightening out, uh, you're not getting anything in jail. You know, you might get a little something, but uh you're you're not gonna you, you that's 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 rehab right there, boy. <laughs> and not only is it rehab physically, but it also puts you in the lowest that you can be mm-hmm. and you realize immediately what you've done and how you gotta fix it. And that I, I don't I, I did about uh I want to say thirty-eight months. And all together over a period of time, mm. uh, one 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 charge, and um, that uh, probably saved my life. That really did. And I don't know that many people say that because they they uh, they, they don't like to talk about you know they, oh, police are bad. The DA doesn't like me. The judge hates me. I really think those people are trying to do a good job. I didn't see it at first, but now that I'm at the other side and I'm clean and I'm sober and I'm looking forward to tomorrow, man, dude, I used to used to up all night and hate to see the sunrise because when that sunrise, I knew. But in the morning, my wife has got to go look at 10. I don't have any money. I've got to get the kids at the bus at 8.30. i got to go out and hustle and get something for her to go work at 10. Because if she don't go to work at 10, we're not going to get a paycheck in the week. The sun would come up. It was the worst time of my life. I, every day, it was just, it was terrible. Now I love it. I get up just to watch the sunrise and think, what is going to happen today? You know, yeah. uh, I, don't know I don't know how to explain it to anybody. And everybody gets their, their own certain way. But that's how I got to <laughs> <laughs> man i tell you what there's nothing more beautiful than a sunrise to me you know yeah and right. i'm sure that's it's right. it's right. more beautiful you for you now than it was 10 yeah. years ago you know i i tell you what i notice them now i notice them now you know and i appreciate it i'm uh i'm getting older and uh, i don't have very many sunrises left i've always worked on a five-year plan i mean i used to be somebody i own a pet store actually i own three pet stores i was vice president of a bank uh you know i played music i did all kinds of stuff and then and then and i had motorcycle accident uh, it, 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 my secretary at the bank, when I finally got back there, I was in a wheelchair and she, when she saw me, she started crying and I, I didn't know, I didn't know about this pain pill business. You know, I didn't know she did. And she knew that I had been destroyed, but she, I, I didn't know. And, uh, so, uh, I learned, I learned and it, it, it it's, it's, uh, it took a big part of me to put a big hole in my heart. And I'm very serious about, uh, my new life. I don't know where it's going with music. I, I, I tend to think I kind of suck. I've got some people that, that, that keep telling me that I don't, right. and uh, that you keeps me going. Uh, but, I, you know, uh, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like I, it? I, okay, so <laughs> I will tell you, you do not suck at all, man. You're awesome because I I I was on your um... – I'm paying him. I'm paying him. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not paying me. You will, Thank, no, you. No, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so but, much. Um, <laughs> yeah, but when I was like, at your um, YouTube channel, it's at, at James Caro, K-A-R-O-W, for anybody who wants to, yeah. um, who wants to visit. Uh, your version of Like a Rock just, just stunned me to death. You know, I mean, it was such a good song. Like, you know, Bob Seger, Like a Rock, you know. That's one of my yes, all-time all, yes, all yes. favorite songs, and uh, you did it really, really well. So you're you're doing great things, and uh, yeah, and people will recognize yeah, you. Um, that's a funny song because I remember when it came out, and I remember yeah. thinking, uh, "What's it going to be like when I'm over there, and I can go 20 years? Now? Where is that going?" I didn't play music yeah. then, but oh, I okay. could feel about it. 
<laughs> man, now I know it. Now I know it. And every time I stop that part of the song and sing that part, man, it comes it comes from just a I just want to, you know, I mean it's it, I'm talking to my son. I'm talking to anybody that you know listen. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a shame that uh, Bob Seger's not touring anymore. You know, cause yeah, because I, yeah. yeah, I had the chance to see him. At, you know, you know, because I live in Columbia, South Carolina, I had the chance. To yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was coming. I'm like, no, you know, because he's one of my, <laughs> you know, all time favorite, um, one of my all time favorite uh, musicians to listen to. But as far as musical influences, uh, Bob Seger, of course, uh, his piano player. That was the job yeah. I was made to have. Right. Uh, back when I was touring and stuff, I wish I could play. I didn't take it seriously back then. I was an okay player. Well, living the life, you know, I love partying and tour and tour bus and the girls and, you know, doing all that stuff. I didn't focus on my instrument. Now I focus on my instrument and uh, now I'm a better player, but nobody wants me because I'm an old man. <laughs> but I used to go to Pete. <laughs> Skinner would come to town here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. And, uh, you know, back in the day, they were a uh, festival seating. Remember that? I don't know if you remember. I don't, no, uh, no. You didn't have seats. You just stood at the door. Okay. And then they opened the door and you just ran in and got your best seats. Okay. okay right. And so the big push for the front, front crowd. And uh, I would push uh, Billy to sit on the side of the piano. Billy's on I talked to him like he's, I about him like he's my friend. Yeah, I never met him. Yeah. But he'd be on the left side in that big baby white piano. And um, I'd sit right behind him. Nobody's sitting there. And I, from, from like me to you, I could hit him with my hat. Right. And I studied that guy and I learned so much from him. You know, the double-handed stuff that he does, it's so fancy looking. Right. And all that stuff just from watching him. So yeah. a big influence from Skinner. Uh, you know, Elton John, of course, I do a lot of Elton John. Uh, and uh, uh, Elton John's got, you know, his music is odd. He's He's got his own thing there, Bernie Toppin and him. Uh, but I can relate to it a little bit. Uh, it's very difficult, and I enjoy playing it. Uh, but it, I, do, I do weird stuff. In fact, I just learned this one. There's a, a Willie Nelson song that a girl told me about. She said, you should do that. It's called Just Breathe. You heard this one? I am not. Just Breathe? No. Well, it's a... Yes, I understand. It's with him and his son. It's real laid back school, but I just found out the other day. It's a uh, um, he didn't write it. It was it's a remake of uh, I want to say Coldplay, but that's not right. Pearl Jam. It's a Pearl Jam. Really? It's called <laughs> called uh, uh, Just Breathe, and I heard Pearl Jam's version of it, and man, it's awesome. It's awesome, uh, but. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, that you know you're always learning, yeah. uh, but 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 you know um, we started talking about uh, the lyrics, and I thought I was been thinking about this all week. Looking forward to this, uh, uh, my friends. I've been telling them I'm scared to death. I'm so nervous. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, you've done a very good job of putting me in these, and I appreciate that. Um, the, the best example I can think of of a song that changed from beginning to end. Uh, I'm a big Eagles fan. Don Henley, Don Henley is, is God. Yeah. I, I do a lot of Don Henley. Uh, I love doing Don Henley. I got to tune it down about three steps because I can't sing as high as he does. But, um, you know, the old song, Lion Eyes. Yes. Uh, you remember that by the Eagles? Now, there's a, there's a, uh, I, I pulled it up here. Uh, uh, see, where she, it's a, it's a great song, man, because it's talking about cheating from the girl's point of view. Right. Uh, you know, she, uh, uh her, yeah. On the other side of the town, boy waiting. You know, she got her boyfriend. And I know this. I remember she would leave and say, I'm going to just hang out with friends. But now I know. Now I know. And, you know, and it hurts. And at the end, uh, it says, where is it? Where is it? Oh, yeah. She swears and soon she'll be coming back forever. 
And she pulls away and she leaves him with a smile. You don't have to tell me what she did. <laughs> Why she left yes, him with a smile. Right. I mean, you can tell you know, we all were growing up. Yeah, you we can know tell with the lyrics. And as I'm as I'm going through the the evidence that I found, the text messages and things, because I used to be a, I mentioned vice president of a bank. Uh, I was IT. I was vice president of IT, and then of course the bank closed, and I lost my job, and I got addicted to paper. So, but you want to call what do you call an, a a disgraced vice president of technology? What's that? A hacker. <laughs> a hacker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I got all this stuff. So as I'm singing this song, because people ask for it, believe it or not, and I do it a lot slower than than they do, but. Uh, that that part there just I mean sometimes I'd have to stop singing because the, the it pulls away ladies with a smile uh, you know it just got to be too much. Now fast forward, I met you know new people. I'm still going through a divorce, so I'm not involved and you know not not doing anything. But you can see where this could lead. And sometimes you meet somebody, a girl, and she's special, and uh, we're just talking and we're talking. And when she leaves, I realized she pulls away and leaves me with a smile. So I've taken those same words that once ripped my heart out. I'm getting choked up just telling you about it, man. Yeah. Ripped my heart out. And now moving forward, and I look so forward to win. I think that's, you know, a, a different meaning. Right. And I know Don didn't mean that when he wrote the song. <laughs> right. right, yeah, he did it the other way. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> there, okay, so also, also oh, music is subjective, and I guess that's the way you perceive the song. You know, you could do it. You know, I mean, back then you you thought about the bad way, and now you're looking forward to the future and into the good way now, which is excellent because that means it goes always subjective, you know. Like I said, exactly, yeah, yeah. And now I've been told that I need to, and I've been doing this uh, to to not be so bitter in my music. Because uh, 23 years is a long time, and I was playing music the entire time. So that that, that the, 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 the 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 her she um. You know, she was involved in it. It was more of a pain in the neck to her than anything, but it, it paid some bills, and, and you know, I stayed busy with it. Uh, but now I look forward to. Uh, here's a, I don't do country, but there's a country song, and uh, it says, uh, "It feels so good to have someone so honestly devoted, and honestly devoted." When I sang it before, it was a longing. I wanted somebody honestly devoted. Now I can find somebody who's right. honestly devoted to music, yeah. and. Uh, you know, it, it it just gives it gives you hope. I guess I, I hate to be sappy and right, keep going yeah. on about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do when words fail, music speaks. You know, I just found this tic tac thing, tick tick tac tick tick tock, whatever it is. Yeah, and everybody keeps, yeah. everybody keeps saying I can do that. And uh, man, it's it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, TikTok, little thing. Man, TikTok is yeah. pretty weird because because I still don't understand how to use it all. You know, and I'm pretty um I'm pretty good with like with like brand new stuff that comes out. But I still don't yeah. understand TikTok. So, I mean, yeah. I, man, I'm right there with you, man. But uh, so knowing that you're an Eagle fan, I just want to ask you this, okay? Because I, cause I, I did a, um, I did a, a speaker um, thing for a, for a company uh, like like last month. Um, and I ran, and, and, and uh, um, I ran across a friend who said that, that Eagles, was country, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I always say because they're more rock, they're, they're, they're more rock and roll to me than the country, you know. But but I, but I think they started out as a backup country band, right? I love uh, uh, Almond Brothers, Leonard Skinner, Mark yeah. Tucker, Southern Rock because they got heavy Southern rock, okay? yeah, yeah. But to this day, I will tell you, the best rock and roll band in my eyes ever that I've seen so far are the Eagles. Okay. Harmonies. 
two guitars, the, the writing, Don Henley playing drums and singing. Uh, you know, it, 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 there's nothing that touches the Eagles. I actually went and saw them on the Hill Freezes Over tour back whenever it was. Nice. And uh, we bought tickets. We stood in line and bought tickets. Yeah. We got rescheduled. It did not disappoint. No. Uh, no but yeah. it wasn't until later when I, when I, I, as country, they have some steel guitar. They have some banjo. Uh, yeah. uh, I know in uh, uh, Already Gone, heavy banjo song. Right. You know, I, I, uh, I don't mind country. I play a lot of country. Uh, in Dollywood and in the theater show, I got to play a lot of country. But my heart sold with the Black Crows. Uh, yeah, you know, that kind of Southern Rock. Chris Robinson is a, he's a god to me. But now you got Vince Gill is now, I understand, touring with the Eagles. I think and, he took uh, over. I actually called Vince Gill. I, I think he took over him. You what? I, I think he took over Glenn Price, Precision Night, or, or, or was it Glenn Price, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Glenn Fry was the best way. But now, uh, 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 He's the devil. I call him the devil. Uh, he sings like an angel. Right. He plays guitar like a demon. I mean, uh, the guy is just, uh, he's just an amazing guy. And I ran into him one night in Nashville at Bruce Chris. And we just we just bumped into each other. And I didn't even know it was him, man. And he was like, oh, me. just a super nice guy. And the bass player was like, and that was Vince Gill. Oh, <laughs> didn't no. He was he didn't just like, oh, man. <laughs> no man, he's the Keanu Reeves of music. You know, he's yeah. a super guy. It's quite, yeah, because Keanu Reeves is quite, and I and I guess Vincent Gillis is the same thing. He That's does. what they say. Yeah, because um, I I haven't heard much from Vince Gill in a long time, so I guess he does everything like to keep it keep best, like to be out of the public eye. You know, when he wants to come, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine how playing for a coliseum. 30,000 people. Uh, uh, we used to play a place on Kingsport. The first night, New Year's Eve, the headline band was with a guy named uh, Alan Spencer Hale. I was the band director. And uh, we'd have 30,000 people in the audience. And it was always a big event. We looked forward to it. The sound was huge. The lights, full production. And even one year, I did uh, Elvis's uh, a trilogy and had to do it to click track so they could do the fireworks behind me with it. You know, I mean, it was a, it was a real, real deal show. But I think Vince Gill and, the, and these guys... Uh, I just heard ZZ Top's coming to Knoxville, and they gotta be they gotta be old. But uh, at some point, I think people get tired of uh, of, of of doing the shows, and yeah. they want to step into the production. They want to step into you know doing other things and really making their their talent matter. Because right. uh, I mean, because I'll never probably be up front. But I think being up front is not really it's it's all about ego. I want yeah. to mean something, you know. Right. I'm no Mozart or anything, but and uh, you know I, I do some writing. I had to quit writing for a long time because of uh, the girl there, the wife. She uh, every time I wrote a lyric, and it was never really about anybody. But who's that one about? Are you writing about that one? So I, I abandoned it just out of, out of trouble. And honestly, it wasn't all that good. But, you know, I, get some stuff. I got a little radio play, but you know, it never really was that good. But uh, uh, I, I think that if I could, if I if I could, my goal is to do that uh, that that little jamming three piece power rock, Elton John, yeah. bass player, drummer. Right. And, and I remember how that touched me the first time I spun that vinyl. And I, <laughs> that is cool. Now, he may have been in his gut costume or anything or with his glasses on, just, you know, flaming. But uh, the music was jamming. Man. It, was, it, was, it was jamming. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny you mentioned it a bit because, yeah, some artists want to come out of the limelight, but, but some artists now go in the art because, because Chris, Chris Stapleton he wrote songs for everybody years ago, and now he's just getting it out in the public, and he's oh, like one of the best country music singers I've ever heard <laughs> in my life right now. That guy, he's great. That guy, 
he is amazing. His his vocal riffs, right. the things he does in his voice. Yeah. I heard him doing a bluegrass song the other night. My son was playing it, and, and he does. My son does. He likes uh, Led Zeppelin, you know, the cool rock and roll. Right. I thought, but he was listening to Chris Stapleton. And uh, that guy's so versatile, so versatile, and right. just ugly as a, you know, <laughs> a beard. <laughs> man, I love his beard, because yeah, I'm, I'm trying to grow my beard, but I can't grow one long as his, but he's great, yeah. Well, here's, here's, here's the secret, you got to, well, <laughs> right. well, push it, you just push your hair. Push it out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh. But yeah, because um, he does. Okay, so there's two people on this earth, um, on on this earth that I think that did the Star Spangled Banner or was it America the Beautiful? Um, I don't. Did Did you watch the Super Bowl? No, no. no I'm Pakistan. Oh, don't watch it much. No. <laughs> right, yeah, but he he did the most ama- amazing, most beautiful song of uh, I think the Star Spangled Man or uh, or America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whichever one that did. Yeah. Stevenson did it. Uh, Zara. Chris, Chris man, I hate that guy. I hate that guy. He's so good. Man. All right. So good. Yeah, you. Yeah, you almost you almost love to hate him sometimes. But yeah, but uh, yeah, but. Uh, I went down a couple weeks ago down to a little town over here called we call it Marvel. Marvel, but it's Marigold. Yeah. And they got a college down there. They, they, they got uh, <laughs> a bunch of little bars down there. And I, I, I thought it was blues night. Went with my piano, set up and played blues. But it was a country band. And they played a lot of Chris Stapleton. Now I've got this uh this uh you know the tablet. Right. So uh you tell me the song, you tell me what key you want it in, and I'm there. You know, I mean I can play. So uh, we did a lot of Chris Stapleton and uh his music is very, very simple. I was real surprised at how simple it is because when you listen to him sing, he is just, he just, you know, I'm not, it's a, well, thank you. This show program has been sponsored by Chris Stapleton. <laughs> I don't mean to plug Chris Stapleton, but he's really an amazing dude. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I do, uh, I do the one. I do, uh, Why You Gotta Be So Cold. I play that one. That's and it, because he's got that scream in it. And then I can, I can draw that from, uh, why you, oh, why you gotta be, I love that, man. And I can get, I can get down by it. You know, yeah. you know, <laughs> good up, yeah, yeah. So, um, so but before we go anymore, I gotta ask you, what's your favorite genre of all time? Is it like uh, rock, country, blues, country, country, blues, country. blues, blues. Okay. okay, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Old school, alligator, uh, you know, muddy waters. Even back in uh, back in high school, I was listening to the, uh, all that stuff, and people made fun of me. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 what I play. Right, uh, but. To, so everything that I play as far as uh, cover songs, it's all got a blues flavor to it. I want it to have a little blues flavor to it. I want to have, I want to get in that little note area where the blues guys sing, you know, uh, not so poppy. Even like Elton John, you know, I'll throw some blues in there. Uh, you know, I, I can show you. But uh, uh, so that's that's my favorite. Uh, but it's not popular. Right. And uh, you go around around here. They got. Uh, I was playing a place a few years ago uh, called Sassy Hands, and Tinsley Ellis walks in. I don't know if you ever remember that old cartoon where they said Leopold, Leopold, the Bugs Bunny cartoon, and this guy named Tinsley Ellis walks in. I didn't know who he was. I think he was playing guitar with Frey at the time. They were on tour, and uh, uh, you know, the, but when he got on stage, he was just like every other guitar player, and he not done any, not any better, not any worse. And we just, we just jammed. We had a good time, and it came from the heart, and it was good music and it was blues, and the people loved it. And uh, uh, that's that's what blues is about. That's why I like the blues. Right. People don't go to hear the blues to hear a uh, cover song, or they don't go to hear the Eagles. They don't go to hear. They go to feel the 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 you know the you know chunk, chunk, chunk. They, there's something about the blues where you can just let it fall off of you. Right. And when you leave, it's like church. You know, right, yeah. <laughs> you go to church, and when you leave yeah. church, you're like right, that pastor was talking to me. He was right, talking yeah. to me. I swear to God, yeah. he knew everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blues. Though, <laughs> so you leave feeling better. Yeah, yeah, but um. 
Yeah. Well, I, I, blues, blues is, is that to me. But uh, I've, I've adapted to uh, play country. I, I was on tour with uh, Garth Brooks. Remember Garth Brooks? Oh, yeah. But it was a Garth Brooks. It was a Garth. It was a Garth impersonator. Oh, okay. so we had to, like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, because he's, he's Garth Brooks was like one of my all time um, uh, people to get on his to get on his podcast too. Oh but, um, gosh, yeah, Garth. Brooks. He's a super nice guy. I understand this yeah. guy. We used to you know we had to call him Garth, and he was a little bit out there. And, <laughs> And you know, so I've toured with some people, but uh, never, never big like that. Never right, right. Or that other stuff that go on. And, and the addiction, the addiction really kept me home. Uh, being out on tour and having a, an opioid addiction is tough because right. you know you're yeah. up, and then you go down for a couple of days, so you get a package in the mail, and then you're up. So it just wasn't working for me back then. Right. I mean, I'd be good at it now, but uh, you know, I don't know what I want to do. Anymore. Nobody's really knocking on my door yet. That's your job, I guess. That's my job. Yeah, my job is get you out there. Yes, sir. Um, now they say that yeah. that the blues was born in um, Plexo, Mississippi. Do you yeah. agree? Do you think so? I, you know, I, I, that's where I, that's where I pulled from. Yeah, Chicago okay. blues is a is a is a is an upbeat version of the of the Mississippi blues. Right now, uh, I don't really do. I do the old uh, the old Robert Johnson stuff, and I dig the way he plays. It's amazing. Uh, but I, I, it's not commercial. Right. right uh, yeah. you, know, you got Robert Johnson on this end doing the real blues, and you got George Thurgood over here doing the yuppie blues. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry, George. <laughs> no but you know, he's so he's so he's just kind of cheesy. And right. somewhere in the middle, you know, Clapton and those guys. Uh, uh, Steve Ray Vaughan. Uh, I remember uh, Steve Ray Vaughan. Yeah. Life by the Drop. I don't know yeah. if you remember that. Oh uh, my that God, that's the best song ever. Yeah. Man, yeah, man, that gets, the, uh, man, that's that's one song that gets me every time. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, god, it's good to be walking together with you. God, it's good to be walking here together again, my friend. Right. Or there's a line like that, it, and uh, you know the people that you've lost, and I can just see them. You know, it's good to see you again. And uh, but that that song came out of this guy is crying the first time I heard it. Right. And uh, I never really dug Peter Ivan, but he died in a helicopter crash. And then his album came out, and I thought that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dead guy come out now. So, and after that, man, I, you know, I'm a big fan. Got down to watch him change the string live at Austin City Limits. Yep. He's jamming. He's yeah. the string right live. I you know, there's guys that are going, here, take this guitar. He's like, no, nah, it's like no. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, I thought it was amazing. Because I have that, I I have the DVD of of, of the Austin City Limits, and that's like one of the best Stephen Ray Vaughan yeah, yeah. like shows ever made. Yeah, <laughs> he's talking about a plug. Uh, me and my girl there, we uh, uh was going to West Tennessee to play, and uh, we coming back, and I'm just throwing out stuff to play because you got this, this, this Siri thing, you know, yeah, <laughs> you play, yeah. Siri playing a uh, little red riding hood, and she she could find it and play it. Yeah. So I tried to play Eric Clapton 24 Nights, oh, and uh, yeah. back in '92, uh, I think it was, he came out with that, and I was just barely getting started, and uh, it's amazing. He played 24 Nights at the place over there, and, and they picked the best songs, and uh, how this whole thing got started was December 2020. Uh, we, we, the family was still together. We hadn't, we hadn't split up yet. Uh, and I, I decided I was going to do 30 nights live shows on Facebook, 30 nights, and watch it from the beginning to the end and see the improvement. And uh, that so inspired me because it, uh, I did it every night, two hours every night. It's, it's on Facebook. Go check it out right now. Don't. It's not very good. But it's there. And, uh, but from the beginning to the end, I, I was like, wow, that is a significant. Did I lose you? No, that's no. a significant improvement. And uh, uh, so that's what I do. I do. Uh, I try to play four hours a day. I really do. And uh, sometimes it annoys people, but I at least do two. You know, I'll do two practice, and sometimes I don't do Facebook thing. I'm at ten percent. We've been talking a lot, so I just wanted you to know if I disappear, it's not because I just think you're ugly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, because so 
my my reason is if if, if somebody doesn't like your stuff but you love it, you keep going, you know. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm. Uh, I'm actually thinking about stepping back in more into some country. Yeah. Uh, I pushed my voice to, with like Chris uh, Stapleton and, and not like Chris Stapleton, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, Black Crows and things like that. I pushed to get to. I think I've reached the max without doing some lessons. And I'm 52. I'm not gonna live that much longer. No point in doing lessons. But I may step back down and start doing some country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, maybe you know, it's more accepted here instead of going against the grain. Maybe maybe you know, basically sell out. A little bit and if i sell out a little bit and do some country then i can still do uh seeing things for the first time or or uh, mm-hmm. uh you know uh, and bb king or something like that out live you know and or even some original stuff you know yeah. uh once i get through this uh divorce thing i guess i actually got served papers today i think i don't know i'm just trying to get to see my daughter is all i am and uh nice. yeah. once i can do that once that's, that's through i get my family back together less than wife i get my my, my son is uh 20 he'll be 21 in june and he's here with me. I'm not not here right now, but we're yeah. together. Yeah. Uh, my my daughter is 16, and when all this when this explosion happened, she was 14, and she was she was too technical. And uh, uh, I hear that she hates me, and I hear that she wants nothing to do with me. But I know better. And uh, so every every show I do, I, I play the I play that song. It's called uh, "Know Me at All." You there's no me, and know me at all. Uh, but I do a vamp in it. And whatever you know, what a vamp is right. It's just a, a riff, you know. A, Talk to her. Hey, babe. You know, I know it's getting longer, but and I use that time to talk to her. Right. And uh, maybe you know she'll she'll go back and listen to them, uh, and it also lets other people know where I'm at because there's a truth in the situation, and then there's uh, not the truth. I can't prove that I didn't do something. Right. I can't yeah. prove that I didn't. I can't prove I didn't sleep with wife. I can't, you know, but I, I I didn't. But I can't prove it. But uh, uh, what I can do is continue to be an honorable guy and, and do what I do. And, and do the right thing every time, every time, and it'll show at the end. And the truth will prevail. And I, I really believe that uh, that I'm going to win this thing, and I'll get my daughter back. I don't. I just want. I just want to be able to talk to her. She's 60 years old. She got problem coming up. She got boyfriend. She's running track. You know, I just want to be part of that. And uh, uh, I didn't do anything to, to, to. I didn't do anything. You know, I didn't cheat. I wasn't. A, I, I got addicted on drugs, but so did she. And then she actually, what happened was, uh, for anybody that that, that that was interested in meth, uh, meth is a very bad drug. It, uh, yeah. it completely changed her. It, it changed the way she thinks. She sees demons. She sees, you know, there's, there's uh, things. And that is a serious dude. I thought pills were bad. Pills make you, you know, sick. But meth will change you forever. And then you wait for them to come back like a hangover. You know, you know, James is sick. He's got a hangover. He'll be back tomorrow. Right. These people don't come back. Right. And, uh, yeah. Remember, that's my PSA. The more you know. <laughs> well, I think you're. Very, I I I hope you get it back also, because because me, you, well, you know, you're a really good guy, and uh, we we honestly do thank you for coming on the show today. Um, but yeah. we do have one more question, and this is going to be the hardest question, so don't freak out, okay? All right. All right so, so I always ask this to all my all my guests, and I'm pretty sure yeah. you know if you listen to our, you know what question I'm going to do now. But is there like a song? I'm terrified. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> okay, so is there a song, <laughs> an artist, or a, or an album that you can listen to, but you can't tell me, your son, or your daughter how it makes you feel deep inside your soul? I can't, I can't tell you, you're my son or my daughter. What is it? What was the last of that? Okay, so so is there one song or album or artist that you can hear, that you can constantly hear? That moves you in such a way that you can't tell anybody how it makes you feel deep inside. 
Uh, I have to say it's Don Henley, man. Okay. Perfect. I re- I, I, I relate so, and uh, even like the end of the innocence. I don't know if you know the song. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows how long this lasts, or how long we've gone so far, so fast. Somewhere back there in the dust, the same small town in each of us. That part right there. As I look at you, I don't know where you came from. I don't know your small town. I know, you know, you go to Fourth of July parade. That, 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 that. You know, as a kid, everybody has the same experience. And and uh, Don just has a way of reaching inside me and, and making me feel that. You know, um, uh, I want to say that, that really is probably. I can't sing like Don. He's he's up in the clouds. Yeah. But I transport him down, and I do the best that I can, and I try to put my little blues soul to it. Uh, and a lot of times on Don Henley stuff, I get choked up. I get to where I, I can't. And some friends of mine will say, uh, I'll say, man, I'm going to listen back, and I'm trying to do it. Get one song that I can, you know, put on TikTok or wherever. I don't know where I put it. But I said, man, I mess up every song. Every song I got a little mess up, you know. And I, somebody told me the other day, said, it's because you get emotional. When you get emotional, you know, you, you, you lose your place and you mess up. And I said, well, I can't stop that because that's the important part. The emotion. If she said, "If maybe play a," I think she didn't say, uh, "Wheels go round and round." <laughs> you know, something like uh, ABC. Yeah. Mary had a little hand. She said, "That way you won't get emotions." A little snarky, and I appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's me giving it to you. Uh, 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 you know, the old cheesy um, Bob Seger. And I don't say much cheesy about Bob Seger, but old time rock and roll and turn page for the cheesy songs. Uh, but uh, uh, every ounce of energy you try to give away. And I, I try to do that, you know, with every song, every song that I do. Right. I try to relate and, and give that energy to you, whether it's sad, whether it's happy, whether it's, it's a boogie woogie, whatever it is. Make sure that you understand, because it's not my song. I'm, I'm, I'm faking it from somebody else. Yeah, right. But, um, uh, you know, Don Henley, uh, Clapton, I dig a lot of Clapton. Uh, I dig what he plays, not what he, not what he sings. Okay. For a long time, being a backup guy, being a band uh, leader, I didn't care about the vocals. <laughs> vocals is, I don't care what the words are. I don't care what you do. You're just trying to be some chick on the bus in between sets. I don't care. It was all about the music. So I ignored the the, the lyrics and stuff. So uh, Clapton, his, uh, on that 24 nights, he's got a version of uh, uh, Wonderful Night. If you haven't heard it, it's, it, it'll change your life. And I don't even know if he knows how cool it is. Uh, so, you know, every now and again, you, you find some some little diamond. Uh, you know, Cook uh, uh, Robinson and his brother Rich, they're doing some stuff called Brothers in Feather. I, I dig that, and it, it touches me. Uh, a lot of times when you ask that question, if you um, if you don't come back with a, a popular answer, like uh, uh, I say, uh, well, John, John down the road, man, he, he plays guitar, and John, man, he sits on his front porch, and he, man, he, he just rips my soul apart. Well, you don't know John. Right. You know, the, the popular answer is to come up with somebody, something that everybody can relate to. But a lot of the, what I found in playing in small towns in Duluth, Georgia, or I don't know, man, there's little towns in Glenys. I was at, you remember Hee Haw, the show Hee Haw? Yes, I do. Ooh, I show. do. Yeah. I Grandpa Joe Duluth for a while. Uh, after the TV show, I guess uh, before Grandpa Joe passed away, they needed money. So they put a tour together. And I actually was their piano player going on tour. And we went out to all these little, little country towns. And uh, uh, these little towns where there's just people, uh, regular mm-hmm. people, regular people. Uh, and you can touch them with with your music. Uh, that's that's part of it. It, it. It's not. I'm up on stage and I'm playing, and you bring your girl to where I'm playing. Right. And this is the night you're going to ask her to marry you. Okay. Big night for you. You don't remember the guy playing piano. You don't remember what it was, but you remember he played a wonderful night. And you remember it was. You know, you just got to be part of the background. And yeah. that's what I got to be. 
And uh, all these people that I'm talking about, uh, Elton John, Don Henley, have all been part of my background and it made me who I am. I'm way too gabby. I apologize. <laughs> I have to Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, but uh, music does that. And, and music uh, like inspires your soul and everything. So I'm glad that Don Henley did that for you. That was that's very awesome yeah. um, answer. Um, but to everybody listening to the show today, uh, be sure to uh, follow him on Facebook, on YouTube. He has a he has a yeah, I got YouTube James Carroll. Um, I also go by a, a name called Solus the Blue. Okay, uh, D E B L U. Uh, that's because you know you get your friends and stuff, and you tell them check out my face. Oh, that's awesome! So I made up this Solus the Blue guy so I could you know get strangers to right. get some real input. Right, right. and he's been kind of successful. So you went to the Blue or James K. Row, that's K-A-L-O-W. And Facebook is just slash James K. I don't know how to find it. You'll see the uh the guy uh playing piano. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. And we're trying uh, to get on TikTok, right? We're trying to get on TikTok. Are, I'm starting a TikTok thing, but most of my TikTok is 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 for my daughter. Oh, uh, right, mostly. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm learning to do things, you know, like uh, I did one today that said uh, I will not quit fighting, I will not quit fighting until I win. And in the background is playing Aerosmith Dreams. Right, you know, yeah. so I'm I'm learning how to do it. Uh, without doing my music yet, but I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. I need a, I need a, somebody, a social promoter. There's a guy here that's been chasing me, trying to get me to hire him. He wants three hundred dollars a month, and he'll do all this, you know, social media promotion stuff. And I have a hard time with my self uh, confidence. I don't think I'm worth socially promoting. <laughs> but right. worth three hundred dollars a month, you know. Right. So, no, three hundred. Uh, three hundred dollars <laughs> a month is left anybody. So I mean, just hang in there and <laughs> do what you can. Because I'm doing the same thing. You know, I'm, 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 I'm trying to make this work for. Um, for me and my co Blake. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Dude, I think you're great. And uh and I and I and we deeply want you to come back on the show. So Man, it, it, you let me know when. Listen, I can talk I can talk drug addiction, I can talk jail, I can talk politics, whatever you want to talk about, man. Oh, man uh, like, just it's all hey, based in music though. Yeah, here here we just take a Talk about music all day, every day. Yeah, 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 we don't, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't care about politics or anything else. It's just music. Uh, music that's that's and uh, yeah, because when words fail, music speaks, right? So, that's exactly. Yeah. Well yeah. done, sir. Well yeah. done. <laughs> so for everybody. All right, thank you so much, James. All right. So for everybody listening to this show, uh, we honestly thank you for listening. And always remember when words fail. Bye, guys. <laughs>